What's up and welcome back to another edition of Major League Talk, episode 51, the Randy Johnson edition, the Ichiro edition. I'm your host, J.D. Johnston. Alongside me always is Dino and De Palma. How are we, boys? Hello. What up, fellas? Dude, Randy Johnson probably, so I'm a, I'm a lefty batter, would probably have to be the scariest pitcher I would could ever imagine facing. I ever tell you the story about MVP Baseball 05 and Randy Johnson? I, I would imagine he's unhittable. Okay, so like you had like no time. Like it came out of his hand, you had to hit A right away. <laughs> right? And I remember me and Andrew Guess, for some reason, him and I had a sleepover. Like, some, like Tommy wasn't in town or something. I don't know. And we were playing MVP, and I was ranked 96 in the world, and I was playing like the 14th team in the world, the 14th guy in the world or something. Nice. And I played with the Indians, and we alternated batters. And I was down, we were down one nothing in the, in the last inning. And, or I, we were down. It was only five inning games. We were down one nothing in the fourth, and he went to the pen and brought in Randy Johnson. and And it was and it was and it was Guess's turn to hit. And I had bases loaded. It was Hafner, and I turned to him <laughs> and I said, "Look, Travis Hafner." I was like, "I'll give you the rest of the game of hitters." Let me hit with Hafner. Let me hit with Hafner. <laughs> And he was like, all right, deal. <laughs> I, I knew this kid was throwing an up-and-in fastball, and I hit it 560 feet. Nice. Yeah, dude quit right after that. It was amazing. <laughs> Those are always the worst when you're playing and they just quit because, like, something goes wrong. I hate that. It's the best. It's a good feeling, but it's annoying because I feel like I never finish a game. I smacked the team in NHL the, the other night. My dream came true. I got a, a party invite from these guys. Oh, nice. Not even a text the, or the, the, the message, yeah, an invite. Yeah, my dream I, – I joined this thing, dude. And, dude, I can't make this up. This is a quote. This isn't my words, so excuse my <laughs> language. This is exactly what I heard. You guys are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Legit twelve year olds. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. He, oh my god! He was twelve years old. Dad, <laughs> just like log out, or leave the party. No, I stayed in it, dude. They 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 just kept talking and like making fun of me, and I I I was like in tears. I was like legitimately crying, laughing. Like it was the greatest thing ever. That's awesome. <laughs> it was just classic. <laughs> But anyway, we have a special guest coming on the pod today. Chase Johnson's going to be on the pod later, so stay tuned for that. Guys, I'm absolutely so pumped. I texted you guys over the weekend. Hopper is alive. Stranger Things 4, one of my favorite shows, got a teaser. Did you guys see it? I saw it. Hell yeah. Goosebumps. I'm not even kidding. Were you guys expecting that? Let me ask you that first. I, I didn't know what that was. I was actually kind of getting pissed because I was like, I swear if it's just about like the Russian military all season four, I'm not going to like it. And then he popped out with a shaved head. I got goosebumps. I mean, it was expected. Uh, you, you can't do a character like like Hopper like that. 
Yeah, like the way they ended it too with like, you know, them going in the prison cells somewhere in Russia or somewhere in the Soviet Union saying about the American. uh, It would have been really shitty if he if he actually did die. But yeah, I wasn't thinking that he was, you know, biting the dust or anything like that. Uh, But we're definitely going to be seeing a lot of Russian stuff. Uh, Jedi, weren't you saying that like they were filming in Lithuania or some shit? I'm guessing that's where that scene that they released was filmed yeah yeah there's got to be like something with the uh like that you know them going in the upside down but it it links to the other side of the world in russia there's got to be some correlation there oh yeah for sure because that open portal or the portal yeah yeah it was open in russia they were still opening it and like the first scene of season three and they never like really showed what happened after that i don't know if you remember that it was like the first scene and like episode season three and nothing ever was showed about russia since that but um i went to spring training friday i had the day off um there were absolutely no hitters to be seen in the morning it was very dead on the astro side it was absolutely full of minor leaguers only person that i saw was lance mccullers he threw a bullpen i didn't even see justin verlander later in the day springer and brantley came out to hit some bp i didn't see bregman i didn't see jim crane who's the owner i saw cheaters yeah, I saw Jose Altuve for maybe like 0.5 seconds, and I mean, he like ran to his car, and he did not come out the whole day because like he knew that like everybody was like pissed and was gonna say something. Is this a is this expected? Like, I, I do you guys think this is how it's gonna be all spring training that they're just gonna kind of be like ghosts and not appear? Absolutely, they know what they did. They know exactly what they did. Uh huh. They can't I, – I don't – it's not even the fans at this point. It's like your fellow like camaraderie of baseball players. Everybody hates these guys right now. Oh, for sure. I don't think anybody like – we're going to talk about it in a little bit too, but I don't think anybody like – I think everybody wants – Jose Altuve to get drilled in the head like the first pitch of the season. Every baseball. I don't know. I don't know about the head, but I think they want every I single person on that lineup to get hit. Like, and good luck, just like you know, doing anything punishing those players. Those players pitching and hitting someone in retaliation for it are going to get more of a suspension than the people who actually did it and won a damn World Series about it. I'm, I'm telling you right now, Major League Baseball is going to have a shit show on their hands. It really is, man. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know what's on tap for today. I will just say that they didn't suspend these guys because they knew that the Players Association was going to get involved and, and kind of fight this hard. So, guys drill guys, get suspended for 15, 20 games. The Players Association isn't going to jump in then either. And that's like, exactly, and you can't. Like, yeah, it would be, you know, very ceremonious if the first pitch of the first game against them, someone got plunked. Like Springer just got drilled right in the back of 98. Um, But like, you know, baseball players, you know, they they have a long memory. And yeah, they may not do it the first game, but you better believe the last time they're playing the Astros, they're going to hit a lot of people. And yeah, good luck proving it. You can't you can't prove intent on those things. Since we're talking about this, though, about drilling guys. Uh, the commissioner of baseball, Rob Bamford, who needs to be just let go, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys think that too, but um, yeah, he's that, yeah, he had an interview today 
um, on MLB Network. I did not watch the whole thing, so I can't say a whole lot about it. Just saw bits and pieces of it. But I did see a statement saying that there he needs to have all the baseball players. So, for example, is Trevor Bauer saying stuff on Twitter? Cody Bell. He lit into him too, by the way. What'd you say? He lit into uh, Rob Manfred. Oh yeah, 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 on Twitter, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, he directed his whole tweet to him. He was like, "This is to you." But um, there's he was basically saying like, you know, the players can't be talking about the Astros thing. Just like put it to the side now. And then I also saw something saying automatic suspensions if any Astros player is hit. What kind of BS is that? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Wh- I don't know why we're. I don't know why we're protecting these guys at this point. No one protected. No one protected the steroid users. That they were they were thrown into the wildfire after that. You know, Sosa was was absolutely destroyed by the public when that corked bat happened in BP. Oh, yeah. Or I'm sorry, in his first at bat that he claimed he used in BP. You know what I mean? Like, I I just this Dude, is absurd. It's, it's- in my eyes, it's a worse scandal than improving, like, on yourself. Like, you can call it, yeah, both artificial, one technology, one, you know, biologically, but, like, I don't know. I think it's way worse, like, the technology and the depth that they went to it. And, uh, like, dude, the John Boy just posted those pictures of Altuve. Like, uh, Dino, I heard you talking about it. Uh, like, he wasn't wearing a, a freaking undershirt throughout the whole game and then going into the ninth inning he takes his undershirt off like it's just dude there's everything's going to raised to suspicion now as i mean like can i prove that he, that that's what he was doing no but no. It, he looks guilty as shit and like these responses and these press conferences are so insincere and it's like dude it's ridiculous i it's just digging them a hole i feel like i honestly feel like if they just said we're not answering any more questions at all that has to do with the whole sign stealing thing. I think it would go better for them than the way that they're opening their mouths and saying stuff. I really do think that. Well, dude, and they're so cocky about it too because they know they can't get in trouble. Like they know they have immunity. Like they're almost yeah. rubbing your faces in it. Carlos Correa said it like seven times in the interview. Like he was like, "Yeah, well, you know, the commissioner gave us immunity. Like we're not going to get in trouble, whatever we say." So now yeah. they're just basically like they don't care. That's probably why they're not saying sorry because. They know nothing's going to happen to them, and that's why they're going to get hit every single series they play. But 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 not but not even that. Like, okay, so you get caught. I get it, but at, dude, be prepared in your statements. They sound like idiots. <laughs> like they sound like absolute idiots from the top down. The owner Altuve Bregman. That he's got a tattoo that's unfinished and it looks stupid, bro. Come, come on. Yeah. Give me something better than that. Please give me something better than that. There's yeah, I, that, that that that's a bad, bad look. That one was bad. You know, and 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 Sanchez said it. You can rip my pants off. You can rip all this off. <laughs> like like you literally could could douse me in mustard, and I hate mustard. You could douse me in mustard. I wouldn't care. But you don't want a jersey ripped off of you? Yeah, I know. You hit a ball 450 feet off a roll in this Chapman to send your team to the World Series. You do anything. You know, there's so much adrenaline and excitement going through your body. But 
as promised, I did say I would go. I would at least try to confront one of these scumbags. Kind of got Jose Altuve. I don't know if you uh, saw it on Twitter, you know, driving away. But uh, I, I told you I'm going back tomorrow. I, I It may look like I'm kind of an a-hole here, but it's serving justice to people like Trevor Bauer. You know, all the people's careers that were taken. Cody Bellinger sticking up for him. All the MLB fans. I was there when I said it. A lot of people said and came up to me. They were like, you know, you actually have a lot of courage saying I'm I'm glad you said that. And I said, I know. And by the way, for people out there, I everybody kind of like liked that I did, but there was just one comment on there that thought that I was being rude or whatever. Uh, let me just put it out there. Uh, there were absolutely no children there. And I said from the beginning, I would not have done it if it was there, if there were kids there, because I wouldn't want to take their opportunity from like meeting their heroes. You know, if they look up to Jose Altuve, you know, that's their thing. I was not going to take away their chance Fuck to meet that. No, 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 no. I, I, I do find that wrong. It was full of adults. Let me tell you now, if you're a 50 to 60 year old man sitting outside with 30 baseballs, get a life, man. And I like, like, too bad. You're going to miss your opportunity on meeting a cheater. Like, too bad. Go make, go find a quick buck somewhere else. I'm, all I'm, those guys are just I'm, trying to sell the crap. I, I'm sorry. I completely disagree with you. If there's a child there, I'm 100% doing it. I'm going to turn to the child and say, you <laughs> you need to have you need to follow a role model who is going to teach you how to live an honest life. Not these scumbags. I agree with that. I do agree with with what you're saying, but let's look at the real world. If I posted on Twitter with 10 10-year-olds in front of me, do you think that's going to go well? No, I, w- I wouldn't, <laughs> Probably wouldn't care. Not. Wouldn't care. They're, they're parents. They're, and this is the problem. This is the problem. In the real world. It's never It's never the kids, whether it's travel baseball, it's schools, it's this, it's that. And it doesn't matter. It's ne- the kids are never the problem. It's always the parents. It's true. You know, like, you know, people live in a bubble. You know, and I'm not a parent. So, like, I could be wrong. All I'm saying is you cannot – shelter these kids and 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 paint Altuve and Springer as honest gentlemen. You just can't anymore. There's no protecting these guys. It, they, let them get drilled. Let them get summoned by by Major League Baseball to at least give a professional statement, which they did, and guess what? They fucked that up too. So everything that they're doing is 100% the reason why I have no empathy for these guys. Yeah. I don't care about your 10-year-old son who loves Altuve because they're the same height. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, you guys were are glad that I did this. Absolutely. 100%. That feels good to know. Okay. If I, if I lived within 20 minutes of there, uh, understand this, right? If I lived within 20 minutes of there, I, I, would, I would literally I would prob- – they would probably have to force me to leave. I would stay out there all night just holding a sign that says cheaters. And just walk around going, don't come here, they cheat. Don't come here, they cheat. Go to the other side, the Nationals are good, but these guys cheat. Like, I just, it bothers me. This whole topic I will bothers. say this. This year on the Astros side, they were really strict with what you could bring in. I just brought in my phone. I didn't have, like, I didn't have anything else in my pockets, like stuff that gets signed. I just had my phone. Um, and, like, there were people with bags coming in. They were seeing, like, what was in the bag. They were like, if someone had a bat that they wanted, like one of them to sign, like they were like, no, you can't bring in bats. You can only bring in a certain number of baseballs. It was crazy. You had to go through a metal detector. 
And this of is course. just in the backfield. You're not even going in the stadium. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. They've they never probably, done it before, though. They, they, they probably shut. You know what? I, if I had the money, I would hire a plane with a, with, a, with, a, with a sign on the back just saying cheaters and just fly around there for six hours. <laughs> yep. I do look forward to going back and trying just to find one of them. Before we move on from this, though, out of like all the guys on the team, which one would you want me to confront the most? I, I would love for you to. I, I, and here's the thing: I don't. If you get face to face with one of these guys, uh, or if they're walking past you, all I want you to yell is, "Do you feel bad?" It's all I want to know. Because because their interviews, like they, they just sound like arrogant assholes. I would say Altuve's little ass. Yeah, it's for me. It's Altuve, and then it's Correa off the interview yesterday, or just to go whatever it was, and, and just punch Reddick in the face. <laughs> no one even cares about Reddick. He had the buzzers and all the trash banging thing, and he still batted two forty. So like, he sucks. Like he can't hit a baseball anyway to begin with. But the Houston Astros shared the same spring training complex with the Washington Nationals. I went over there a lot because my favorite pitcher is Max Scherzer, and I wanted to see him there. Uh, there was a, definitely a lot more action over there. I got to see Steven Strasburg and Patrick Corbin throw their first bullpens of the spring training. Um, Mad Max and the whole entire bullpen, Sean Doolittle, Barrett, they were all doing some PFPs in the backfield. Trey Turner was the only hitter I saw. Um, also, Carter Keboom, that was about it. They hit on the field a few rounds, and then they went in, and that was about it. Um, I will say this. Very, very much more crowded on the national side. And I wanted to ask you guys, do you think it was because they just won the championship, the Astros cheating thing that nobody really wanted to go on the Astros sides because they were just like a bunch of cheaters? Like, is this like, I just thought it was really odd how the nationals like was completely packed and the Astros, you could kind of walk around. I think it was probably a combination of both. Yeah. I mean, if you guys were there, you would know what I'm talking about. I thought it was really weird because last year, it was like the Astros complex was like completely packed. Like that's where all the fans were. And then the national side was just kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? I just have no respect for these guys anymore. And part of me doesn't even want to talk about it because that's how much like disrespect I have for them. It's one of those things too, that's just going to be, we're going to talk about it for 162 games. Like, and they're probably going to make the playoffs because they're talented. And they're probably going to find a way to cheat. And even if they aren't cheating, I'm going to think they're cheating if they do well. So, like, this thing is not going away. And you, you said it exactly, Dino. Like, I'm so done with these clowns. Well, out of all of this, a little bit of exciting news. I mean, I guess for me, I got to meet one of my idols, Ken Rosenthal. I just want to put it out there. This dude is the nicest guy in the world. That's awesome. And- I like I literally was like, holy crap, that's Ken Rosenthal. And there were like other big leaguers and I just like didn't care. But yeah, like so that was really cool. But let's get into like the big, big topics that have been going around the past few few days in the baseball world surrounding this whole cheating scandal. So before our last podcast, the Astros didn't make their apology until Thursday. I went Friday, which was the next day. So during that apology, it was right outside of the Astros spring training complex. The Houston Astros owner, Jim Crane's apology was absolutely horrible. I took pictures of it from my TV, posted it on Twitter. This guy literally read word for word 
<laughs> oh god you know it's, you know it's hilarious what's funny is you guys give me shit about my redskins owner saying <laughs> happy thanksgiving on new year's right like i i get it right you guys want to dig for something i get it but this dumbass <laughs> literally said it didn't impact the game oh my god and then two how- two seconds later I didn't say it impacted the game. <laughs> like, guy, oh, my God. It's just the definition. Like, anyone here who has ever watched Chappelle's show, like the Dave Chappelle skit of Rick James, and he's saying, I didn't kick that. I didn't kick his couch. And then, like, five, <laughs> seconds, then like five seconds later, yeah, I remember kicking his couch. <laughs> like, that's, that's essentially what it was. Like, guy, like, I'm sorry. But he just buried his whole team. Yeah, dude. Talk, you talk about a grade-A douchebag. Like, it, it, that was the almost unbelievable part. And then I saw on Twitter, Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman spoke for a combined one minute and ten seconds. And Jose Altuve's apology was shorter than Bregman's. And he literally said, I'm sorry, and that yeah. we regret our decision making, and then they were prepared statements, and they were horrible. <laughs> like that's the <laughs> like your first comments about the entire matter as a, as a you know the organization the owner had spoke before about when they let go of uh, Hinch and Lunau, but like this is the first thing the players are going to say, and you said it, Jedi. A minute and ten seconds of complete bullshit. I love it though. I love it though. <laughs> I hey, really about the mic thing. Like you see how like like Altuve's a jit. You see how far he had to move it down, and then after he moved it down, it was still too high and covering his face on the camera, which I thought was hilarious. So let's talk about even more interviews. We obviously saw the Carlos Correa interview. What did you guys think of this? He was basically defending Jose Altuve. He was uh, taking shots back at Cody Bellinger for the interview that we were just talking about. And at one point, he said Jose Altuve never used the trash banging system internet won again within 20 seconds after he made that statement the mlb's commissioner report said jose altuve did use the trash banging system so he was caught lying and every single thing that he used in defense he was caught lying through the commissioner's report so this guy looks like a scumbag that's why i said he broke my scale this guy is lying for his teammate the organization he's an absolute fool and he's he looks like an idiot right now. He really is. He's the biggest moron, I think, on the Astros for actually saying this. Scumbag. Yeah, big time scumbag. I mean, yeah, like these dudes are all clowns. You're, you can't take anything that they say at face value. Like everything they say, I'm going to doubt personally. And like, yeah, it's going to go that way. Even if they're telling the truth, I'm still going to think, you know, later in the year, in a year, two years, like they're, I'm never going to think they're telling the truth. You know, I don't understand. I I think this is the part that got me when he was saying all the stuff, which he was obviously caught lying, like I said later. He told on national television in a live interview for Cody Bellinger to shut the F up. You can't do that, dude. You cannot do that. Like, like that's crossing the line there are children watching. They're like, that's such a disgrace. It makes your organization look so bad. It makes yourself look so bad. Like, I just like, 
like I said before, I think it could go better for them if they never spoke about it again. I really do because they're digging themselves a huge hole that they're not going to be able to climb out of. Oh, it's just <laughs> what a scumbags. Yeah, you know what? Let's just jump into the game. Let's just jump into the game. We might as well just do the game right now, Jedi. What do you think? You know what? Go ahead. Do you want to introduce the game? Do you create yeah. the game? Yeah, I, of, you know, I, I obviously it's just it's now's the, the time to do this. Uh, this new game is called the Scumbag Scale. Yeah. You're, you're gonna rate the person from a one to ten. Ten being a scumbag, <laughs> one be one being not so much. Uh, let's start with Jose Altuve. Should we just all go at the same time? No, so much better like this. Just just go quick. Right. Jose Altuve. 8.4. Wow. Nope. 10. Absolute 10. Hate him. I'm going with a 9. Uh, let me do the math real quick. Yep. Scumbag. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Alex Bregman. 8. 8.2. Yeah, I'm giving him an 8. I'm going with a professional score of a 9.1. Let me also What's that add that up to? Uh, scumbag. <laughs> Carlos Correa. He broke my scale. It's past 10. It's, it's rising 100. Yeah, before his uh, idiotic six-minute presser, I think it was with Ken Rosenthal, wasn't it, Jedi? Um, yeah, 9-4, uh, 9-5. Yeah, him, him talking to Bellinger, this is, this is definitely a nine-point. <laughs> this is definitely a Rick Vaughn, 9-9 nine, nine for me. <laughs> <laughs> My calculator is not even working. It's just reading scumbag <laughs> and Jim Crane. Let's just go. Jim oh Crane. God, <laughs> Jim Ichabod Crane. Uh, yeah, this one's tough with the apology thing, but since he's not a player, it kind of doesn't bother me as much. So I'm going like seven and a half. Ooh, I'm going perfect ten, dude. That press conference killed me. See, I'm on the flip side. I'm going with a one. Because yeah. he might have Alzheimer's, dude, because he forgot that <laughs> statement real quick. But regardless, he's still scumbag. Well, if, if this dude, if it comes out in the next year that he has Alzheimer's, I'll take it down. <laughs> no, it's a one, but it's a 100 scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first edition of... Scumbag scale. Scumbag. <laughs> if I can find a way, can we get can we get Peter Griffin's voice saying scumbag? Oh, dude. I'm, oh, man. Uh, Alma does a pretty good impression of that. Yeah, that guy's a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Scared scumbag. Oh, my God, dude. I'm, I'm crying. Uh, but I'll get I'll inside. All kidding, okay. like, <laughs> shout out to Belly, dude. <laughs> Belly ain't holding anything back. Dude, yeah, he kept it real, and I can't wait. Dude, I was even, before we hopped on the pod, like Zach Davies, like the Brewers pitcher who throws like 86, was talking shit too. Like everyone feels empowered about this. I will say this. This is the only sympathy I have. Well, it's not even sympathy really. Only player on the Astros right now that I have accepted their apology is George Springer. In the clubhouse interview, he started tearing up, and he actually looked like he was sorry. If he wasn't, he's a pretty good damn actor, and I'll give him that. 
but he's the only one that actually spoke for like four minutes and sat there and was like, you know, I feel bad for the kids that looked up to me. Like I, this is a really bad look for me, the organization, and I feel horrible. And he was just saying how it became an everyday thing after like two weeks. It was like, you know, like they came into the clubhouse and they were like, all right, how are we going to do this today? So I do accept his apology. You know, that's all I want. I just want you to man up and own what you did. Like, you know what I mean? Like if Altuve would have came out and just said like, hey, I'm sorry and talked for like five minutes, you know, answered press, you know, like they didn't even answer press at that apology statement in, uh, at spring training. Like, do you, do you, are you guys with me or still not? Dude, there's like, I, I just want 10 words from him. I'm sorry. We cheated. We will try to do our best to regain trust. That's it. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that idea. I think they it, it should be an apology. But, you know, the thing I think my big hang up on it is the fact that they still have the World Series title. And that may seem trivial and that may seem not seem like a big deal, like whatever. It's just you know, the title of it, like you're in the history books, but like, that's also the reason why, like so many teams, they go for that one thing every year and as horrible as what they did in that cheating scandal is it's unparalleled, but they still have the world series title. And that's what, that's the big thing for me. I saw this question, um, on MLB network. And I wanted to ask you guys this cause I thought it was a great question with some of the players in the Houston Astros organization from 2017, of course, not being on the team anymore, you know, trade, retired, you know, just signed like another with another team. Do you think it's uncomfortable walking into their clubhouse as like a teammate knowing what they did? Is that uncomfortable? Or, like maybe even hate that player? I feel, uh, I mean, what are you referring to, though? Say, I don't really, I can't think of anybody off the top. I say Brian McCann was still playing and he went to the Braves for an additional year. Do you think there'd be some tension in the clubhouse with the Braves? Okay, so like the Mookie situation. Even that, the Dodgers, he's now a Dodger. Like the Red Sox were caught cheating. Like, is there tension there? I, I, th- I think there, there's, there, would, there would have to be. I mean, there, there were just naturally. I think there, there, there has to be. However, I think once he joins your team, then the protection kind of comes in a little bit. Well, now he's our guy. Yeah, I think definitely at the start there would have to be some. If it came into my locker room, yeah, like a an uncomfortable conversation. Like, like I would want to know about it. Um, but yeah, I think after a little bit and. You know, even if you don't feel completely satisfied by uh, satisfied by it, you know. Once you're in the locker room, like he's your teammate. But I feel like De Palma and I, like you and I, are like we fire on the same cylinders. I feel like we would we would have sat down with that player and gotten that shitty conversation out the way, like right away. Yeah, you can't let that shit linger because it will infect the locker room, and yeah, it turns into nothing good. Now let's jump over to Cody Bellinger's comments, which was absolutely interesting i loved every second of it throwing shots all over the place especially at altuve i'm gonna read a direct quote from uh cody bellinger he said those guys were cheating for at least three years i think what people don't realize is jose altuve stole an mvp from aaron judge in 2017 everybody knows they stole the ring from us but it's over bellinger said i don't know what kind of human being hits a walk-off home run against a rollness chapman to send your team to the world series 
and one has the thought to say, don't rip off my jersey, but two goes down into a tunnel to change your shirt and then come out to do your interview, that makes no sense to me. I've lost all my respect for those guys. I would say everyone in the show in the big leagues has lost respect for those guys. Ouch, if you're an Astros player. Yeah, I love Belly, and I said it before. I, I, I love Belly's comments here. It's about as 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 telling as, as you could possibly imagine. You know, I, I don't think this is going to be the last, too. I think there's going to be more and more uh, players that are going to say something, especially there haven't even been full workouts yet, full squad workouts. That That's actually tomorrow is the first day where everybody on the team is supposed to report because right now hitters don't have to be there. So expect more of this, I think. Yeah, we've, I was, only, we've only really heard from like two teams about it, and one of them is the one team involved. So like, yeah, this is just getting started. I will tell you, I am going to ease back on talking about it until something big happens, but I'm going to kick my feet up, relax, and enjoy this entire shit show. Yeah, grab some popcorn. <laughs> but I, I got to put this out there. I don't know how anybody, even if you weren't on this team in 2017, I don't know how you could sit there and wear an Astros uniform right now in this time. Like, I, that blows my mind. I don't, like... I feel like if you're wearing their uniform, I feel like everybody just looks at you a certain way, even if you weren't even on this team or in the organization at the time. Do you agree? Absolutely. Even if I see a fan wearing an Astros uniform, I'm going to say something. Yeah, I don't know how you keep sticking up for them. I, I respect the loyalty, but it, sometimes it's a little extreme. Did you guys see the thing that I tweeted the other day that two – cities or two little leagues in California actually banned the Astros from being a team for their little league. <laughs> That's a little extreme in my opinion. And I hate the Astros a lot. No, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the honest funny. lesson. Well, that was my comment. I said, this is a little extreme, but I'm not mad about it. No, I absolutely love it. Whoever the commissioners of that league props on them. Yeah. Some other good news. Uh, moving away from the cheating scandal. If you're a minor league baseball player, good for you. You're going to be getting paid. You're going to get a pay raise. Starting in 2021, players at the rookie ball and short season levels will see a minimum weekly pay raise from $290, which I did not know they were getting paid. Uh, I thought that was a little low. All the way up to $400, and players in Class A will go from $290 to $500 a week. Double A is jumping from three fifty to six hundred a week, and Triple A is going from five hundred and two dollars to seven hundred dollars. Good for them. That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, good for them, but you're exactly right, Dino. That's still horrible wages for you know for how long they play and just how much money is being made on the league level and individual level. Like you're getting teams valued in the billions of dollars. Like the Kansas city Royals just sold for like 2 billion or something. Like, come on, this is getting ridiculous. Speaking of, um, selling a team, did you guys see that a rod is interested in buying the New York Mets? How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> of course he is. He's gotta be using JLo's money. It's gotta be. Because I don't know how he's coming up with a billion dollars because I know he didn't make that much. Waiting for tonight. <laughs> I also found this out in the same article. Did you guys know that minor leaguers are only paid within the five months of the season? They receive no wages in the offseason. I knew that, but I didn't know they're not paid in spring training. 
I did not know that. Hmm. I now know yeah. that. I wonder if it's the same way for, you know, if you're in the MLB. Is it the same? Do you not get paid? I don't know about the spring training, but yeah, you only get paid through the season and uh, in the postseason. Same with like NFL and hockey. Like you're paid for however many weeks it is throughout the year. Yeah. And some quick little uh, topics to go about. Cameron Mabin finally found a home. Good for him. I loved him on the Yankees. Uh, Absolutely electric. He's going to be going back with the Tigers. He used to be there. Uh, So I guess he's joining Austin Romai, who actually grew a beard out. If you don't know who that is, that was the backup Yankees catcher for literally the past like seven years or six years or something like that. Ben Zobris is choosing not to play in 2020. Um, Long-time switch hitter. A lot of people thought he was going to retire. I guess not. Maybe he's going to try to come back in 2021, so we'll wait to see for that. And lastly, Jeremy Heckelson is hanging it up. (laughs) Alex. Hellickson. What I said. Hackelson. Hellickson. Hackelson. Oh, my bad. But do you guys remember the dominating stuff in Tampa? I don't know who the hell he is. What? Yeah, He's right-handed the- pitcher. Oh, dude had a, had a ton of movement on his on everything. Like, everything was running each and every way. Um, kind of didn't live up to – like, he was billed as, like, I don't want to say you – know, I mean, a, definitely an ace, but, you know – he kind of the ERA kind of blew up towards the end of the career, but man, when he was a rookie and when he the, those first couple of years, he was filthy. He had the very long leg kick, and yeah. he just kind of sit there, and he had a really nice filthy changeup. Change yep. Yeah, really nice changeup. Didn't blow anything by. It was like low nineties. I think towards the end of the, his career, it was like eighty seven, eighty eight. Kind of lost that, but I don't know. I always liked watching him pitch because he was so crafty, but. With that, let's go to the interview with Chase Johnston. Me and DePalmar are going to step aside. I think I can go in there right now and win. All right, we're back with Chase Johnston. This is the second time he's been on the pod. Can't thank you enough for coming on, Chase. Welcome back. Uh, Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Chase, last time we talked to you, you were at uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne up in Indiana, and I think you uh, you got a little cold and decided to come back <laughs> back down to Florida to attend Stetson University. You definitely are a Florida guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, for sure. Born and raised in Florida, so can't beat the sunny weather. Uh, last time you were on, we talked a bunch about – your high school accolades and all that stuff. I kind of want to switch gears. I have a question first before we get into the NBA stuff. Now that like, you know, you've taken your game to the next level and you're playing collegiately, like, do you watch college basketball on a, on a daily basis or are you just grinding so hard that like, you don't have time to watch college? Like when you were growing up, like, did you have a favorite college basketball team that you watched? Uh, I did. I had, there's two favorite teams i had duke and i used to watch jj reddick when i was like seven or eight and then i just continuously liked duke but my diehard team was always michigan and i followed michigan every single game every year march madness took it very serious um so i love michigan we're diehard fans of michigan and, you do, um, you, you do know you do know that they didn't have a shot against my villanova wildcats Two years ago. Oh, they did. They had a shot. <laughs> they had a shot. 
There wasn't a <laughs> shot at all. If it wasn't for DiVincenzo. But, I mean, we can say ifs. You know, the big ragu doesn't miss much. I know. He's he's stuck. Uh, that's how he made his name, too. That's yeah, the crazy yeah. thing. When, it, it's funny we're even talking about that game. His... His draft stock going into the NCAA tournament was like late second round pick. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. And then after the NCAA tournament, they said, you're going to go top 20. And he was like, yeah, my draft stock's not going to get much higher than this. Right. So he, so he left. So it was a smart move on his part. He's, uh, now that he's healthy and he's on the bucks, he's starting to, to contribute a little bit, which brings me to my next question. You are a Florida guy. Is your, is your favorite team in the NBA the Heat? One of my favorite teams, so I always have to stick with my Detroit blood. So I'm a Detroit Pistons fan, but since I was born in Florida, the Heat, I kind of lean towards the Heat. But when they play, when they play each other, I go for the Pistons just because it's it's in my blood, Michigan blood. My family's from Michigan, so you were you were young when they had uh, Rashid and Ben and Tayshon. Billups, Rip Hamilton. You were young for that team, weren't you? No, I was like, I think I was like seven or eight. And I remember those days. So actually when that team, when they had that team and they were, they were playing great, Rip Hamilton actually had his wedding across from my house at the Boca Hotel. And we went over to it. And I remember I was wearing a Pistons jersey and he came up to me and he was like, let me get your autograph, like joking around because I had his jersey on. So that's funny. Rip, Rip Hamilton might be top 10 for me, college basketball, college, let's just say college guards of all time. He absolutely ripped, no pun intended, Villanova to part when he was at UConn for years. Uh, that Pistons team was absolutely dirty. Dirty. Filthy. Chauncey Billups was my favorite player. Chauncey was nasty. And that's like the the era of basketball. Like at college, you don't see it that much because it's still still a hard game. Do you enjoy watching the NBA? I do. I do. Does the the lack of defense bother you? Sometimes, but really, if you think about it, they – they are, they're playing good defense. It's just guys are just hitting tough shots, better on offense. So, I mean, it's kind of – I mean, yeah, they don't play great defense, but they are playing defense. So, do you, yeah, it can, can irritate me sometimes when they just go out there and just play one-on-one and it's just 120, 120, those type of games. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking about it like – because even like tonight, right, it, the All-Star game's on. And, and I shut it off after that the first quarter because it was brutal to watch. Right. It, like, And I understand the All-Star game's about like, you know, getting people into it and all that type of stuff. But like back when Jordan played, they were going hard. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, I agree. you know, it's hard to watch. So do you watch Duke in Michigan now? Yeah, I do. I haven't been able to a lot since I've been in the college bas- basketball atmosphere because, like you said, I'm, I'm grinding every day, and then you got schoolwork, and then that that time you get off, I, I don't even watch TV. I, I go take a nap or 
talk to my family or get some food. So I don't really have time to um, sit and just watch basketball for the most part. But, I mean, we don't even have cable over here either, so it's kind of hard to watch it. Yeah, I'll do that. That becomes <laughs> a little difficult. Um. <laughs> uh, now, All Star Weekend. Did you did you watch the events? I did. I did. And and this is going to be a stupid question because I feel like I know the answer. <laughs> if if you were physically capable of of everything, let's just say right. everything, mm-hmm. which event would you want to to participate in? Three point contest. I, I, I that's why I said I knew it was a stupid question. It's got to be a three point contest. Do you think you could win it? Do you think you could outshoot, buddy? Oh yeah, for sure. I think I could go win. I could, I think I can go in there right now and win it. That that's ballsy. Because buddy, because <laughs> who was it? it? Was it was Buddy and Devin? Buddy and Devin in the uh, championship, <laughs> and Buddy came and hit that at the buzzer. It was a do or it was a do or die shot. Really, he misses, he loses. If he makes, he wins. That's crazy. Um, did you enjoy the dunk contest, or or is it getting kind of stale for you? When I was a kid, like in my like, like nine, ten, ten years old, I loved it because I was like, "Oh wow!" But like now, it's like dudes are like six, 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 seven. Like you're su- you're supposed to do those type of dunks, you know? So it doesn't really excite me. And I mean, in my opinion, I think Aaron Gordon got robbed. I was gonna. I was just about to ask you. Did like does he get robbed? I mean, Taco Falls. I think is. What, is he like seven one? Seven six. Oh my jeez. Uh, you know he played. He played at UCF. Now, do you think that dunk is deserving of a fifty? I think it's deserving of more of a fifty. Because he he cleared him. He didn't he didn't touch him. He cleared him, and, and it was a clean dunk too. And it I was- think I think Derek Jones's dunks started to get repetitive. He was doing the same between the legs dunk, and it was just like Aaron Gordon's doing. So much more. So now let's let's kind of switch gears for a second. Growing up, did you have a favorite player that you, that you wanted to resemble your game after? I I've always I've always liked LeBron, but once I got into like the age like where I'd watch basketball and be like, okay, I'm gonna model my game after this specific player, or I'm gonna watch this guy and see see how he resembles me um i have to say i i i loved steph curry um and clay thompson just because clay thompson he doesn't have to score by dribbling which i don't really have to score by dribbling either and then curry kind of just reminds me of just like that silky that silky smooth ball handle that can just get the shot off quick come off ball screens so those two kind of resemble me. Those those are probably two of my favorite players. So, as as a as a basketball fan, how uh, how did you take how did you take the Kobe news? I, it was sad. I mean, when I first saw it, I thought it was a joke, really. So one of my friends was like, "Hey, check your phone. Kobe just died." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, bro." Like. Stop joking around. And then I went on my phone and I saw everybody. So it was, it was definitely devastating just because I think the thing that, that hit me hard and made me sad was 
he's not going to be able to be a father to his three other kids anymore. So, I mean, yeah, Kobe passing is sad and all, but he did live a great life. So I think the thing that hurts me the most is him just being a father and he's not going to be that anymore. And he won't be able to be a father to the Gigi anymore and three other kids. So that, that kind of made me depressed. I think Gigi could have beaten me one-on-one. <laughs> the videos I saw, she she looked like she was going to be a bucket. Yeah, she she was uh the the Yukon tribute was awesome to look at. H- how do you think how do you think the All-Star game did by you know the 2 and the 24? I think everyone kind of forgets that like 8 was what he was known for for half of his life. Right. Um do you like the 2 and the 24? I do. I like it. Uh, I think it. I mean, it, it it recognizes Kobe and and gives him that that accolade. But I liked how they named the MVP award the Kobe MVP award. That was that was pretty cool. Now there's a one. There's a petition floating around, and I'm glad you brought up the MV, the MVP award. There's a petition floating around that they got to change the logo from Jerry West. To Kobe Bryant, do you think that's something they should they should look into, or do you think you just leave it the way it is? Just leave it the way it is. Just leave it the way it is. Just because my argument is, if he didn't pass, would you still say the same thing? It's a great so, point. If he didn't pass, are you like are you still going to say okay, we should change it to Kobe? And I mean Jerry West's logo. I mean that's been a logo ever since the NBA has been invented. So. I mean, that's kind of like an icon you can't change. Like it just won't. It just won't be right. It's not fair to Jerry West with all the stuff he did and all the all the records he broke. So I can buy that. You um, do you own a Kobe jersey? I don't. I didn't. I was not really a Kobe fan. Really, I was not when I was a kid. I I really didn't. I thought he was a selfish player. I didn't. Really, I didn't really like Kobe as a player, but. That was just my opinion. I mean, plus with him being on the West Coast, it was probably—I mean, you were young, so it was probably hard watching Kobe games, right? You know, it was like so late, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like do the timeline when he dropped 81. You might have been 10, I think. Yeah, I, I think so, probably. Yeah, so I mean, it's yeah, I, and I—we always have this discussion about like West Coast sports and kind of, you know, how like everything on the East Coast is. And I don't know if it's dominant because we live on the East Coast and we don't get to watch the West that much, but like I, I just feel like the West is just kind of like, meh, whatever. You know, just because we don't watch it. Right. And all the games, like you said, are so late, 1030. Like, I'm not staying. Like, I might catch the first quarter, but I'm passing out after the first quarter. So. You doing? You still doing 5 a.m. workouts? Uh, not right now. No, not right now. Um, during season, we don't. I don't do 5 a.m. because we have practice at 10. But I do go in the gym every single night. I can send text messages. Whoa. Um, oh, is that Siri? She's got a good-looking <laughs> little voice. <laughs> I do go into the gym every night, and I'll get up a 1,000 shots a night. Yeah, I always see you see you posting. Um, I, I do have an interesting question for you to think about. Uh, when When... First of all, let's uh, let me let me change gears for a second. When you shoot a, you just said you sh- you shoot a thousand shots a night, right? How bad do your arms hurt the next day? They don't. They don't hurt. 
That, but that's when, just because I'm that's because I'm used to it. Like it's just muscle memory at that at that point. So you ever taken an ice bath? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How, you like them or no? I don't. I can't stand them just because my whole body's in shock for like four minutes and I just can't move. I think it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. It, but it's very beneficial. So it does work. Like I, I, I'll have knee pains or my, my body will be hurting and I'll go in the, in the ice bath and the next day I feel great. But it's those eight minutes that are very, very painful. It's a long eight minutes. Long eight minutes. Now you're you're a general sports fan, you would say, right? Oh yeah, sports fanatic. And 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 what do you take of this whole Astros cheating scandal? I don't. I mean, I mean, let me let me ask you. Do you think do you think they actually cheated? They absolutely cheated. Now, to the extent that they cheated, I I don't know. You know, and and I'll never I'll never know, but I do know that they that they were tipping pitches. But you know, I I don't know. Like, were were they the only team doing that? I I doubt it. But were they right. were they were they the team that got caught? You know, yeah. That's yes. what I was about to say. So I, say that. I just was like, because in, like in basketball, there is like you can't be like there's no sign stealing, right. You know, so so what? Like, what's your thought on it? Because you've been to you've been to plenty of baseball games. I've sat with you during them. Mm-hmm. What's your thought process on this? On the on the whole cheating scandal. Yeah, um, I think that, like you said, I think every not every team, but I think most teams, I think most teams do it. And like you also said, I think the Astros just got unlucky and got caught. Um which kind of hurts their franchise and puts a bad name on them. But I will say, I don't think, uh, this is my opinion, but I don't think that Altuve wore a buzzer. Do you think he did? The, 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 buzz, the buzzer thing is weird. When you look at the tapes, like right. obviously there's no way that you can prove that he was wearing a buzzer. Right. But I've said it on here before, the home run against Chapman is is was glaring to me because even as a kid you're you're taught to sit on a 2-0 fastball and it just appeared that he was sitting on a 2-0 slider. Mm-hmm. You know, so and it's crazy cuz a picture was just kind of leaked and JD De Palma, I don't know if you saw this, but the picture was just leaked of him wearing an undershirt in that game in the 6th inning and then the 7th inning and then in the 8th inning he came out and there was no undershirt. So oh, Really? So, uh, like, once again, like, I could be reading into it. Right. But they got caught. They got caught red-handed. Right. So now there's all these things coming out now. Right. And, you know, it's it's like you're kind of, you know, assuming a bunch of stuff when I'll never know the facts. It's the same thing of, like, have we had alien contact? I think so. But do I know for sure? No. Right. You know, I, I just, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's that's my thought on it. But I but I wanted to, I wanted to get your take on it because like once again in basketball like what do you get like some like in, especially in college they ha- they have sets where they run this like Villanova runs a high pick and roll with double screens for threes every like that's their set right you know so even if you know that the set's coming 
you still got to beat it. Right. Like every 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 basketball team, like you're not gonna hide it. Like you might you might hide a set that you haven't used yet, but majority of the sets, your opponent's gonna know because they have film of you. So whatever set you've ran, they're gonna practice it and practice like we do, and we're gonna know what you run. It's just it's just a matter of you coming up with new plays or, or just executing and, and them falling asleep. But yeah, in basketball, you, you you really know if you really do a good scout, you you do know what the team what the team is bringing that night. But I mean, the only way that you could get an edge on a team is getting like the scouting report. So like, I think I think most teams in college basketball give each each player like a paper of like the the top eight nine guys that play, and it's it's gives them the stat line of what they do, and then it tells them how to guard this player, what what he likes to do. So I mean if if Say you leave it in the gym one day or you leave it somewhere and the team ends up like the team that's coming to shoot around your opponent. You leave it in the gym, they get that paper, and then that's like maybe like that. They, like, maybe they can know what you're doing, how they're going to guard you. So it's like, like gold. Right, exactly. And that doesn't end up happening. That doesn't happen most of the time, but that's like the only way that you can really like cheat in basketball. But it's not really cheating because it's your fault for leaving the scout in the first place. Yeah, it's just advanced scouting. Exactly. It, it's it, it's crazy. I was watching the Nova game. I think it was like two weeks ago. They were they were up by I think two, and I think they were playing. I don't know if they were playing Seton Hall or whoever it was. I, f- I forget. I'd have to go back and look. Maybe it was Xavier. Uh, Xavier had f- three fouls to give before they even got into the bonus with twenty like <laughs> twenty seconds left, and Nova ended ter- ended up turning it over on the fourth. And they asked Jay Wright afterwards, like, what happened? He's, it, it, his answer was very simple. We just ran out of plays. Right. So it's like every situation, like, if, if you know, like, okay, like, this is what their set is for an inbound play, okay, it's going to help you for what, like, once a game, maybe? Yeah. Which, you might get away with it twice, but if that's it. And then a good coach is going to see it, and he's just going to adjust, and then you just got to come up with something else. Let me ask you a question, because we've debated this before. Of all the major sports, football, basketball, hockey, and baseball, what is the hardest sport to coach in game? Assuming, assuming that you are not calling plays for football. Basketball, I think. I think basketball. Really, I mean, you could say baseball because you can't say. You it. As a baseball fan, I'm going to tell you it's not baseball. Right. I mean, it's, I. I would say basketball just because, like we just said, you only have so many plays, and most of those plays you have, the team already knows those plays. So then you get into, like, I think it's hard on head coaches because then you get into crunch time where there's 10, 15 seconds left, and now you got to sit there and draw, come up with some play in your head, some random play that's going to work. I think that's hard with all the pressure and and all and all that that stuff, so... I, I think basketball, really, because it doesn't really matter what you have. The, the other team knows what, what you're going to bring, basically. So, I'm going I'm, I'm to ask you one final question, and I don't want you to be biased because you're a shooter. Mm-hmm. Best player in the NBA right now. 
Damian Lillard. Really? Damian Lillard. At that's he's cold blooded, man. I am shocked and, right now. And see now you asked me that question last year, or you asked me that question three months ago. And I wasn't I was like, okay, like game load's good. Yeah, he's a good player, he's a good point guard, he can score. But I wasn't saying he's the best player in the NBA, but I've watched him play now. Cause I got, I'll go home um, and visit my my uh, family when I'm up here. Cause it's not that far, so I get cable over my house so I can watch the game. So I've been watching him, and no, he's he really he caught my eye, and I think like the last like I think it was like the last four or five games he's played, he's had like forty something, some ridiculous number, and they're and they're not even. They're not even a top eight team in the West right now. No, the scary. The 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 standings are interesting out West, and and I'm pulling for I'm pulling because I'm a mellow guy. I'm I'm pulling for the Trailblazers to at least get in just to see it. I think they're I think they're, you know, Whiteside's good. I think they're they're missing a stretch four. Who can who can really shoot it? You know, I like I like McCullum to an extent. I like Dame. I like Mello. Um, not even a stretch four because Melo can kind of play the four. I think they're just missing like, like one other piece. Like if you could put, I'm trying to think of like a good one here. If you could put like, uh, oh man, let me think. If you could put like a, and, and not not talent wise, I just took like tools and size and all that. Like if if you could put like a like a reincarnation of Brandon Ingram on that team, or an Andrew Wiggins, you know, yeah. not 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 like an elite type player like that. But if you could put a guy in there who can, has that skill set, I think that, that that's a top four team in the West. Oh, no, I agree. And the thing is, is they had, I don't know if you know him, but they had that player, Rodney Hood. You know Rodney Hood, right? Yeah, I know Rodney Hood. He played in Memphis, I think. At Duke. Duke. He played at Duke. And he actually tore his Achilles, I think, Early in the season, he's like a perfect stretch three, stretch four. And and then they had Mo Harkless, but that they traded him in those in that trade with Hassan and all them. So but no, I, I definitely agree with Brandon Ingram. But I think if they had Rodney Hood right now, they'd be they'd be really tough. And then, so no, so that so essentially that's why they brought in Mello. Yeah. Yep. And I think Mello's been playing pretty good. I I think he's I'm happy for him. Because, like you said, he was about to go back. He was about to quit. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with one final thought here. If the Knicks get the one pick overall, <laughs> who are they taking? Who are they taking? I'll give you three options to choose from. Okay. Cole Anthony, point guard from North Carolina. In case you didn't know. Right. Right. Wiseman. Right. Or LaMelo. I'm take you know who I'm gonna take and it's not in those top three. Ugh. You know who I think they're gonna oh actually I think they're gonna take Watt James Wiseman. I do. But you know who I think they should take to team up with Barrett? I'm Anthony listening. Edward. Anthony Edwards. Yeah? Yep. Anthony Edwards is good, man. 
and, and you can see how his game, it's an NBA-type game. It's ISO. It's all his moves with the NBA. He's athletic. He's, he's good, man. I think him and Barrett could be, could be really good that goal. But I don't know if Barrett's going to live up to the hype. You think so? I, I like RJ. I just think his his skill set was elevated playing with Zion, Cam Reddish, and and uh, Trey Jones. Yeah. So like yeah. so like I I think you see his flaws in this game, but I think over time it'll be okay. He is by far the worst free thrower I've free throw shooter I've seen since Markel Folds. <laughs> He's shooting like fifty-seven yeah. percent from the. I could shoot fifty-seven percent from the line in an NBA game. <laughs> now he was the same way in college too, and he missed clutch free throws too. Yeah, and and, and that's that's you know that skill set was was a different beast. Final question, right now, how many years until the Knicks make the playoffs? What what's the record right now? Bad. Like, are they like? What are they, second to last in the East or something? Uh, they're like 17 and 36. They can get a good draft pick. And they have money, too, right? Like they're going to they're gonna make some moves this offseason. Is that, is that what they're saying? They're 17 and 38. In the East, they're somehow only seven games out. Do they have money? Of course they have money. But, you know, can they sign anyone? I don't know. Is the, is the free agency class this year good? I don't know. You know, I think they're 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 gonna roll the dice and wait for Giannis next year. Yeah, and they're gonna battle with the Heat. I heard the Heat are trying to go for him. There's a lot of Greeks in New York, right? The Heat, the Heat, the Heat said they're going for Embiid or or the Greek freak. But back to your question about the Knicks, I, I give, I bet they get like an eight seed next year. The, the East is weak, really weak. Chase Johnson, you are my new favorite person on earth. I can't can't even begin to tell you. They're gonna get they're gonna get they're gonna be an eight or seventeen next year. They're only I didn't know they were only that's not bad. Seventeen thirty six for the team they have. And what's his face is really, really good. Mitchell Robinson, he's really good. Yeah, if he can learn how to play basketball and not football in the paint, we'd be straight. Right. And I still think the Knicks should have got John Morant. Uh, yeah, I mean, completely changes the complexion of your team, but I, I can't pass on a, on a guy like R.J. Barrett who has that type of skill set. Right, no, I mean, it's, it's a win-win, but I think, I think John Morant's better. What do you think? Right now, yes. In 10 years, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, because of all the, the impact on his knees and his body from jumping. Yeah, that could be it. I'm, I'm more or less going of, I like I like the guy who's six five. Yeah, you're going you're going for for the for the future, not the present right now. Of course, we're as a Knicks fan, we're always building for the future. Even if they win the NBA championship, which I hope they do in my lifetime, uh, we're still going to build for the future. You're hoping just like me with the Detroit Lions. I sit there every year and say this is our year, and it ends up being the worst year possible. Yeah, come be a Redskins fan. It's the same thing. <laughs> At least you guys made, did. You guys make the playoffs last year or something? No, we made the playoffs. Like we were six and two with Alex Smith. And they just absolutely destroyed his entire leg. Chase he died because of it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's another story. Chase, we can't thank you enough for, for coming on the show. Having you on is always fun. We hope to talk to you in the summer. Uh, we'll have plenty of questions regarding you know everything that that we haven't talked about yet. I'm sure we'll talk to you during the NBA playoffs. That's 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 always a fun time, you know. So always thank you. Chase is like a big fan of the podcast. I can speak for all of us. We love having you on. Oh yeah, for sure. I love I love being invited on and talking sports and. Whenever you guys want me to come on again, I'll be ready. Say less. All right, brother. Hey, be hey, good. Hey, Dean. Talk to me. I got one thing for you. What? If the Trailblazers make the playoffs, as we, the eighth seed, we, we go. <laughs> they will upset the Lakers. <laughs> oh, my God. They will upset the Lakers. I promise you. you Damian you, Lillard will beat them. You, you heard it here first. Chase is calling the upset. the a hot take. I'm telling you right now, the Lakers beat the Trailblazers four games to one. <laughs> but I, I respect it. Chase, love you, brother. Keep grinding. We'll talk to you soon. Always appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, brother. All right. Well, that was the interview with Chase Johnson. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Before we wrap up this podcast, though, Dean, what is your final thought? Uh, my final thought, I'll circle back to the to the cheating scandal. Former Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Mike Balsinger filed a lawsuit against the Astros claiming the team stole his signs during the 2017 season and is suing them for damages on his career. Apparently, he threw like one inning in his short major league tenure and he got his tits lit. <laughs> and <laughs> went to Japan to makes some money and believes that the sign stealing is the reason why he never pitched in the majors again because he was sent down immediately after that game. <laughs> um, now, my final thought is about this whole topic is the fact of maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't really know. All I'm saying is, um, he's suing for personal damages and he's requesting that the Astros donate their $31 million postseason bonus to charity. Yeah, I mean, dude, this is just the start with this type of shit, too. Like, he only had one outing there. Like, what about the dudes in the same division, like, that were there multiple times? They got rocked every time they went there. Like, this is, even if, you know, it never gets to court. They're going to be, you know, settling out of court and shelling out millions of dollars. Dean, I thought this whole thing was going to take a huge turn. You said Blue Jays, and then I thought, did you guys see the article that I'm talking about? The catcher. I think his name is Reese something. I don't remember his last name. No, but I don't know what this guy's complaining about. He's going to make 1.7 million U.S. dollars in Japan. <laughs> Eating bomb-ass sushi. Hoping that the coronavirus doesn't leak over that <laughs> island. But uh, that's all for this edition of Major League Talk. Make sure to follow us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at JD with Sports and Instagram at JD with Sports.co. You guys got anything else? <laughs> no. Peace. See you.